This is The Right Connection. This podcast is designed to help you choose the right words and stories in your business content to create authentic connections with prospects, clients, partners, and colleagues. Now the host of The Right Connection, Catherine Burroughs. Meet Marlene Cameron. In spite of successful careers as a licensed interior designer, management consultant, chartered financial analyst, and six-figure business owner, Marlene experienced ongoing anxiety and insecurity, feeling like an imposter herself. After years of looking for the answer, she's discovered what has been for her the missing link. Listen as she chats with me about her understanding of the three principles and the peace of mind that she's now found. Hello, Marlene. Welcome to The Right Connection. Hi, Catherine. It's nice to be here. So tell our listeners a little bit about what you do and how you got there, how you got started, and what's the story of your journey? Okay. I currently work with professional women who are accomplished. They're seen as very successful, but they don't always see themselves that way. There may be a tendency to kind of dismiss some of their accomplishments, feel like they don't really belong you know, with their successful peers. And even though they're seen to be, you know, very, I'm very accomplished, intelligent women. And the reason why I focus on this area in my coaching practice is because that was my experience for a long time. In spite of all of my academic success and business successes and accolades and things, I never really felt quite good enough. And I know that that's something that most people feel from time to time. But for me, it just seemed to be this ongoing, lingering, niggling, incessant, you know, feeling that maybe if I just had, you know, a bit more education or, you know, I took some more training or had some more certifications that I would finally kind of arrive. I called it my proverbial carrot on the stick. So I'm in career 3.5, I'm calling it. My first career, I, I was a commercial interior designer, had a very successful commercial interior design consulting business. I went on and did MBA and worked in the investment consulting field for a few years and got my charter as a, a chartered financial analyst. And then I took my coaching training. And for me, coaching was even more challenging because it's our ability to help somebody and, you know, achieve a goal or achieve a way of being. And I wasn't really quite there myself. So it, <laughs> it posed a big problem. I went into a specialized area called energy psychology for many years. And I found that really helpful with sort of unwrapping some of my ideas I had about myself and some of the perceptions I had that weren't serving me. And then I came across another understanding, which for me was the missing link. So I know a lot of people are tempted to compare themselves to others. You know, we live in a culture where success is valued. And sometimes if we feel like we don't measure up or we're, you know, we haven't accomplished what other people accomplished, we feel like a bit of a failure or in my case, like even a bit of a fake. So that's the reason behind, you know, doing the work I do now, because I think probably other people feel that way. And often it's women that feel that way. We haven't had generations and of being in the workforce and mentors. And so for many women, we're kind of finding our way in the world. And especially as professional women and entrepreneurs, it can add a, an extra challenge. And one of the things, Catherine, that I think is really important is that we're able to 
kind of turn our attention away from externals, like looking to other people for their opinions or their advice, or even having other people validate, you know, what we think of a situation and really learn to trust ourselves. I really believe that we all have inner wisdom and like we all have it. And when we can turn our attention inward and kind of get a sense of things, when we do make a decision, it somehow it feels right or it feels there's a lot more certainty around it. And there's much less tendency to doubt ourselves or second guess ourselves or even worry if we made the correct decision. So my goal is to help, you know, women who are really want to need this ability to believe and trust in themselves. So what were some of the key turning points for you in going from that imposter syndrome to having confidence in your inner wisdom? Well, there was a couple of steps, actually. I worked with a buddy coach many years ago, and I think she identified some of the qualities in me and sent me some information on imposter syndrome. But at that time, I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. I didn't really pay much attention to it, honestly. And then a few years later, I was taking a business course and we were in kind of a big group mastermind and somebody had said, you know, the importance of following up with people after networking. And, you know, why didn't I just invite people for coffee and see if there's something I could do to support them? And I heard this voice in my head. It's like, well, what would be the point? You have nothing to offer. And I remember how rattled I felt when I heard that. It's like, wow, like, do I really believe that about myself? So I did seek out a a colleague and worked with him for several months. And that helped to a certain extent. I could better understand kind of where my anxiety was coming from, you know, where my fears were coming from. But it took another introduction to another understanding that really kind of closed the gap for me. And this understanding is called the three principles. It's teaching that came from actually a Canadian man who had a kind of like an experience in the 1970s where he clearly saw that we have both a spiritual and a psychological nature. And our spiritual nature is, you know, the aspect of us that's really connected to kind of the wisdom and the intelligence behind all life. And that is available to us through our intuition, through insight, through aha moments. And I came to understand that I didn't have to figure everything out myself with my own, you know, personal mind and my limited thinking that there was kind of something behind me that I could look to and know that I was supported and guided and even protected. So that was the big turning point for me where I really understand kind of how life works and really how my own mind works and how I'm experiencing you know, my own kind of personal reality through, you know, the process of my own thinking. And when I'm thinking discouraging thoughts about myself, I'm not going to feel good. (laughs) So we have that built-in kind of feedback system. So how does knowing more about how you think connect with the innate wisdom and finding that in yourself? There aren't two minds, but sometimes talking about it as if there's two minds can be helpful. So we have what we call our personal mind or ego. And this is a composite of our education, our conditioning, our experiences, you know, whatever expertise we develop over the years. But then there's this bigger universal mind behind all of that. And when we can quiet down our personal thinking or judgments or analyzing or obsessing about things, then we create an opportunity for this deeper wisdom and this deeper knowing to come through. 
And so I really learned the value of having a quiet mind and kind of letting some of my you know, my own tendency to overthink things and try to figure things out and, you know, compare things that, you know, kind of let go of that and, you know, let the ideas come through me that are fresh or new or original and be able to see things differently in more positive way. If I was, had a problem with something that, you know, the problem kind of seems to be, you know, have resolved itself and just kind of relaxing into this idea of feeling sort of more guided, if you will, and not so much like I have to, you know, have that tight grip on the steering wheel of my own life. Do you have an example of a time that you really felt guided by that inner wisdom? I do actually. A number of years ago, I decided to walk the Camino. It's 800 kilometer walk across Spain. And a few weeks before I was to leave for Spain, I was out hiking and fell and I re-injured a knee injury I had from falling on the ice the year before. And so it was in a lot of pain and, you know, common sense would say like Marlene, like you're injured, probably don't want to set out in a, you know, 800 kilometer walk, but I don't know, something just said, just go anyway. And so I went, I, you know, flew to Spain and, and I was in a lot of pain, but I discovered ibuprofen and, you know, and after about two weeks of walking, it occurred to me, like, maybe I could make it all the way because it takes almost six weeks, right? Maybe I could make it all the way. And so I just, it was just sort of trusting, you know, the urge, if you will, rather than, you know, the common sense, like, you know, don't be ridiculous. You know, you're in a lot of pain, you know, you you don't want to make it worse. And so I think that's an example where if we can kind of get out of our own way and just trust what we're being, you know, guided to do or intuited to do, that things become possible we didn't think was possible. How do you sort through all those voices and feelings in your head to find the right one? You know what I found, Catherine, is that when that clear insight comes or that clear knowing, it always comes with a really nice feeling. It's, it's almost like it comes as a package, like it's just, there's this feeling of kind of relief and peace and calm and acceptance. And so really it, the feeling that comes with it, that signals that this is, it's almost like there's no decision to be made. It's just like, oh, it's the way it is. It's the way it's going to be, or this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, there's no, you know, more thinking about it, I guess is the best way to say it. And things where I'm, you know, still kind of like uncertain and still trying to figure out if it's the right thing or the best time. Those always come with feelings of feeling kind of anxious and worried and it's clear which it is. It sounds like it really brings you a feeling of peace Mm -hmm. when you find that right voice. Is that what you help your clients find as well? That feeling of peace? Yeah, it is. I call it having unshakable calm, clarity, and confidence. Because even if something happens and we understand that regardless of what's happening, you know, if there's unforeseen circumstances or, you know, challenges come up, it's like, no, I got this, right? Like I got this. The solution is going to reveal itself and everything's going to work out. Even if I have no clue how it's going to work out somehow, I just trust that it will. So, you know, no matter what comes at us, it's like, it's going to be okay. What does it look like when someone comes to you and says, oh, Marlene, I think I need some help. I'm really feeling like I'm just faking it here. I don't know what to do. 
how does your process work? Well, it's, it's not so much a process as helping people understand where their feelings are coming from, because we've been led to believe for a long time that we are reacting to situations or reacting to people or reacting to, you know, past events. But what we're really in reaction to or feeling is our thinking moment to moment. So it's not so much the content of the thinking, it's helping people understand that they're having thoughts and feeling their thoughts. And there's no way we can control our thoughts. Like people talk about, you know, thinking positive or whatever. We have tens of thousands of thoughts every day. So we're always in the experience of feeling our thoughts. But when we're experiencing something, like feeling anxious or something, when we recognize I'm just having anxious thoughts in this moment, we don't even have to really worry about the content of the thought. It's like, oh, I'm having anxious thought in this moment. But because I know that my natural state is well-being, I'm resilient, you know, I have this wisdom behind me, then it, it kind of doesn't take us out. We can kind of ride the wave of, of having an experience of our own thinking. It's helping people understand, you know, where their experience comes from and that nothing in and of that is, you know, harmful or wrong or what have you. It's just the way it works. It's just the way we work. Yeah, it's so important to get through to that authentic self that you have inside, because I really believe that's what creates those beautiful connections with our loved ones, with our clients, with our network, just anywhere that we are looking to connect with people. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point because what keeps us disconnected is like our thinking about something, right? So there's something like between if we were use an example, like maybe you're talking to somebody and while that person is speaking, you're thinking about like, oh, gee, I kind of like her hair or gee, you know, I don't think that dress really suits her. So because we're always in, in thinking, we don't realize that we're actually, that can get in the way of having a real experience of somebody or a situation. And so when we can kind of settle down you know, judgments and expectations and all the self-consciousness, like what are they thinking of me? What do they think of my hair, my dress? If we can let all that kind of settle down, then we're naturally going to be much more connected to that person. We're going to see who they really are and not our judgment or expectations of them. Right. What I'm hearing is that when you find that peace, then it makes room for that authenticity to become part of your connections. Right. What kind of clients do you usually help? I work with women who are entrepreneurs, who have business owners, or they have a professional practice. I've worked with some women in corporate who are in leadership roles and like to have a coach to kind of talk about things that they don't have any way to talk about in their workplace. And I do work with men also who are often referred to me by women. <laughs> so my practice is just not women, but I guess people who are open to having a conversation about, you know, we used to call it kind of spiritual or metaphysical or people who are kind of curious about what about life I'm not seeing that is still, you know, informing my decisions or informing what's happening around me. And you know, some people look to things like, you know, the law of attraction and all that type of stuff. And I don't work in that realm, but people who have that type of curiosity about it's not just the physical world, there's something beyond this. I really like working with people who are 
curious about that because I'm really curious about that. Yeah, I think that the people who are looking for the deep connections in life also have a great depth of curiosity and love Mm -hmm. of learning. So I think that's a really good fit. Yeah. Do you have a client story that you could share? I was a trainer and practitioner of a specific technique for over 15 years. And she came to me because she heard that this technique is very helpful with weight loss. And over the course of our conversation, the discussion kind of moved away from weight loss and more about her relationships with, you know, her husband and her children. And it was really interesting to see how things started to shift for her, you know, some of the assumptions that she'd made, you know, some of her thinking she had around certain situations, how that shifted over time. And she developed like a completely new relationship with her husband. And they were actually going on vacation together, which was a first because, you know, she had so much thinking around who he was and what the relationship was all about. And so it was quite a revelation to see that something she hadn't anticipated had evolved over the course of the coaching and just really changed her life and her relationship with her partner. That's really beautiful. I noticed that you have an offer that you wanted to present. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So I wrote a 10 pages. It's a quick read. You could read it in probably about 10 minutes. And it's the seven secrets to unshakable calm clarity and confidence. And so the seven secrets speak to some of the things that we were talking about today and will show, you know, your listeners, people who subscribe to this, that there's another way of kind of seeing how life works and how they work as a spiritual and psychological human being. Well, that sounds really interesting. I can't wait to read that. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? One of the things that I found really helpful with this understanding was this idea that we all live in kind of like a separate reality, if you will. So we're rarely going to see things exactly the way somebody else sees it, or nor are they going to see things the way I see it. And I found that really helpful just to kind of be at peace with that, you know, that, you know, she sees that differently or he likes or doesn't like that. And so that's also contributed to my feeling of kind of peace and acceptance. It's like, you know, we're, because our experience comes from within us, not from the inside out, not from the outside in, then it just kind of goes with the territory that you and I are going to see things differently, sometimes very differently. And that's okay we can be okay with each other's perceptions and not try to convince each other that the other person's wrong and, you know, no, no, this is the way it is. And it's like, no, it's the way it is for you because that's your experience of it. So I found that really helpful. I love that. Yeah. Not seeing our differences as a threat, but as an opportunity to learn more about other people and learn to appreciate other ways of life and other points of view. Yeah, being curious about that because maybe they're seeing something that you hadn't seen before and it's like, wow, that's cool. I never saw it that way. Yeah. That's great. Any last thoughts? You know, I've discovered that the more we understand how life works, how our minds work, how where experience comes from, you know, life just seems to get easier, better, relationships get easier, whether at work or at home. There's a nice flow that starts to happen in life. And I think that that's probably what we're all looking for, that those experiences of being happy and contented and just having a nice life. That sounds great. A peaceful flow of calm, clarity, and confidence. Right. 
Thank you so much, Marlene, for being on The Right Connection today. Thanks, Catherine. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope something in today's episode inspired you to tell your own story more creatively. Please join me next time for more about how authentic words and stories create the right connection. Thanks for listening to The Right Connection. If you have a question for Catherine, reach out to her by sending her an email, Catherine at CatherineBurrowsCreative.com or visit her website, CatherineBurrowsCreative.com. And don't forget to follow Catherine on social media. Until next time, thanks again for listening to The Right Connection.